definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's happening? Happy Thursday. Good morning and welcome on to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you, as always, by our friends at Happy State Bank. Alongside Jeff Haxton, I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White is across the way handling us today. You are more than welcome to join the show with your thoughts, your comments, your questions, hopes, dreams, whatever you got. Bring that in on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. Or you can uh, tweet us at 107 the score. Dallas up on the Visual Edge IT hotline, and you'll need to keep this number handy because it is uh, Pick'em Day. We can Pick'em Challenge coming up later. 806-771-0973. Got a lot to get into over the next three hours as we are uh, not too far away. Actually, 48. We are exactly 50 hours away from Texas Tech kicking off against uh, the Jayhawks and Lawrence. First 11 a.m. kick for Texas Tech in almost two, I'm excited for that. two full years. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while since Tech has had an 11 a.m. kick, so we'll talk Tech and... Have you done a weather uh, check for Lawrence? Blue Ducks. It's not supposed to be bad. I bet you it's going to be nice. Very moderate. I mean, I think, I think the high is in the 60s. Well, you get crisp, cool um, fall days in Lawrence. If you can get a little sunshine, it can be one of the more beautiful places you've ever been. It, the 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 stadium right now, trash. They're going to make a lot of improvements. Seems like they will. And, but like uh, the surrounding areas, you know, just being in the, on that cam- the campus is really pretty, yep. very hilly. Uh, it's a great setting for college football. Really beautiful. Yeah. And uh, especially in the in the fall. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm excited. First trip to Lawrence. Um. I really liked my trip to K State. So, so far. They are the leaders in the clubhouse, but don't have a true judgment on on Lawrence. Um, we've got, of course, basketball to talk about as we got our first taste of the Grant McCaslin era. Uh, pretty delectable during the first half, eh, a little bit sloppy in the second half, but uh, game number one. So we'll we'll dive into that. What we saw from last night, what we liked, what needs improvement, all of all of the above. Um, as I mentioned, we can pick them challenge. It's a Thursday. So we've got that coming up at 1030. I, uh, put out a poll question as Hex, uh, suggested yesterday. And I've retweeted your confidence level that Texas Tech's going to make a bowl game right now. And we will tweet this out. We're tweeting it out right now. We will tweet the same question out next week, regardless of the result in Lawrence to see how much people have gone up and down. And maybe again, we may do this every week for the the rest of the season. This is where I think we usually find the most positivity from anybody when it, you can hide behind well, anonymity. No, I mean you can be negative in your anonymity. That's true. Um, anonymity is that anonymity? Anonymity. Um, you sound like uh, Nemo. Anonymity. You can. <laughs> but we usually see a lot of positivity here. Yeah. Uh, yeah early on, 40% say 25 to 50%. That's where 37% say less than 25%. So those are the two top ones. 
I expected, yeah, those to be the two top ones. And I, yeah, in that order. Not many people uh, going above 50% right now. If you win this Anonymity. weekend. Anonymity. If you win this weekend, my answer goes to the last category. Yes, I agree. Above 75%. The, so when we dial it up um, Saturday morning, it it feels like um, your bowl hopes are on the line. That it day. feels like, yeah, this is a playoff game to get into a bowl game to me. I mean, obviously, you still got to go win the following week against Central Florida or against Texas. Most people, by the are way, saying it's got to be these two games. Central Florida has the worst rush defense in the Big Twelve. That may come I into like play when they come to town with Taj. Feed him. Feed the big guy. Uh, I would like to see him fed quite a bit this week, too, because Kansas is not a great defense as a whole, and you might want to play a little keep away from that offense. If you can do that, limit the number of possessions from that offense, that might uh, bode well for the Red Raiders. We'll get into all of that. Um, I've got some lists, you know, all the the uh, jobs that aren't as fun as they look, uh, that's that kind of stuff. But... Game one in the uh, Grant McCaslin era. Did you enjoy? I had way too much fun. Um, it was just a blast being back there with the uh, the columns of fire to start. <laughs> I love you know, that with the so starting much. lineups. Who doesn't love pyro? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the crowd was, I thought, just fine for a uh, an opener against a no name. Opponent, is that the is that Someone the battery? Someone took a picture and sent. Oh, Bobby Hot Dog sent a picture of the battery that's destroyed on uh, yeah, on the side of the that road. Thing uh, totaled my car. I talked to uh, HUD yesterday, and he's like, "Yeah, it was the transmission, <laughs> steering, the blood, the rotors, the blit. I mean, he had all oh kinds God. of things that yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's a debris trail. Yeah, it is. Yeah, looks like a the bomb blew up right there on the side. That of the was road. me trying to get off the stupid side of the road. Oh, thanks for thanks for that. I was in a good sorry, mood. Sorry, I didn't mean. Now to do my that. car is here. Uh, this will get you back totaled. in a good mood. Choice. The spread is at twenty three. Hacks. That's too small. It should be twenty seven. Choice. That's not different. Come on. Final score. Attack by twenty seven. <laughs> Believe me, I thought of that when it ended. I thought, yeah, when you said 27, I was oh like, my God. 27. Yeah. I was one. like, golly, I'm hot right now. <laughs> so hot, so right, hot now. right now. I, uh, no, just hearing the band and the crowd and the seeing the players and all that stuff and watching McCaslin for the first time up close, coach, uh, learned quite a few things about it. And, you know, I'll go, go into some detail on what I saw from him and, uh, how he interacts with the players and, and his coaching staff. And uh, since this is round three of being up close and personal with Texas Tech basketball coaches, kind of how it compares to some of the uh, things that I've seen so far here, I'm really encouraged by a lot of things. I have question marks on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. and um, But an opening night dub and uh, and covering, not bad. Covering, not bad, yeah. Um, and they had that last second three. I was like, get out of there. Get, 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 <laughs> get out, 27. So what What did the line close at? I didn't see. Well, it, that wouldn't have mattered. I was talking about my line. I wanted, it may have closed at 24. I didn't I didn't see what it ended up closing I, I at. thought it was 23. Okay. Yesterday morning, it was 23, but you okay. know those lines moved. So. Um, no, I was just wanting to be dead on. <laughs> you were dead on? <laughs> that was funny. 
So I'm glad somebody remembered that. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought of it too. I mean, I like I'm I'm gonna have to bring this I up. Actually, got 27 on. The we'll window. see if you're that accurate with the pick'em today. Oh, I can't wait. Oh man, you used to like loathe the pick'em at one point. It was about this time last year. You just couldn't stand when we had the pick'em. Listen, like, I I have this league figured out. Apparently, you do. It's maybe it's I been should, good to me. Maybe I should just copy everything you pick. Probably not. We'll have our pick them coming up later. Uh, lots to get into, football, basketball, and otherwise. It is the end of the bench. Headlines for you next, including high school football tonight, right here on 100.7 Score. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Thursday. It is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton here in the First United Bank studio. Keep the uh, thoughts and comments rolling in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. We will get back to uh, a few of your questions and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Definitely talking some uh, basketball and football. Right now, it's time for your headlines. And we'll start off, Hacks, with some high school football as we've got a lot going on in the area tonight. So uh, saddle up, partner. Uh, we'll start with the game that's right here on 100.7, the score. El Paso-Parkland uh, at Lubbock-Cooper. You can catch that game. It's a 5 o'clock kickoff, a little different than normal. 5 o'clock kickoff so the El Paso folks can get back in time uh, for school tomorrow. On 100.7, the score coverage begins at 4.30. Listen in right here. Um, other games going on. Hale Center and New Home play at 4 o'clock out at Lowry Field. That should be a pretty good one. Andrews is in El Paso taking on the Austin Panthers. El Paso, Austin Panthers at 7. Seminole versus Pecos at Ratliff and Odessa at 7. Seagraves versus Sudan at Tiger Stadium and Slayton at 7. Um, at People's Bank Stadium in Wolferth at 7, Borger and Monahans will go at it. Rawls plays Ropes at Antelope Stadium in Abernathy. And then uh, the late game at Lowry at 8, Denver City hosting the Dalhart Golden Wolves there at 8. So a lot of games going on in the area this evening. And, of course, you can tune in the Cooper game on 100.7 The Score. Also going on tonight, Red Raider football with Joey McGuire. As he'll set the table for you tonight, talk about that win over TCU and get you ready for the matchup with the Kansas Jayhawks tonight at or t- on Saturday. That will be tonight at 6 o'clock. Following that, we'll have NFL football for you on Double T 97.3, Panthers at Bears. Had some snoozers on uh, Thursday night football, but these are two of the worst teams for sure in the league. In the Panthers, Bears, there is some star power in there with the the first overall pick in the draft, though. Um, Tech volleyball plays tonight. They'll host West Virginia this evening. Are you on the call for that one? I'm in. You're in. So you're all over the place this week. Soccer tomorrow. Soccer tomorrow. You have volleyball today at six o'clock, six, and then three tomorrow. Yeah, three afternoon game tomorrow. You're not doing both, are you? Nah, it's too close. <laughs> I was like, that would be a really difficult. I mean, you think of volleyball. There. If you go five sets in volleyball, it can you can start two, approaching three hours. Yeah, it could take two and a half hours pretty yeah. easily if you get to the five set mark. But uh, volleyball tonight at six o'clock. Red Raiders still searching for that 
First win since the first conference game. They set the tone early. You thought, oh, beat ranked Kansas team. Conference game number one. This is going to be good. And then has really struggled, and especially down the stretch, a lot of sweeps. So hopefully yep. they can get right today against West Virginia, which is not that great of a, a team, right? They're down to no. the bottom of the league. Yeah, the uh, the arena was a busy place yesterday. I was going to park, and the Commerce bus was backing in to drop off their guys by the west door. And then uh, with the engine idling on the north side was the West Virginia bus because they were down going through their walkthrough in the practice gym. And so there was a lot going on around the arena yesterday. And yeah. That's the way we like it, man. Let's play ball. Uh, stars at Blue Jackets tonight in Columbus at 630 NBA last night, Raptors over the Mavs, 127-116. to Knicks beat the Spurs, 126-105. to And Rockets took out the Lakers, 128-94. to Lakers aren't that good. Maybe LeBron's not that good anymore. Or his team. Maybe he can't lead teams anymore because they are 3-5. and five. Come on, Darvin. It's hard. I want him to succeed, but I don't. That, that dynamic is just so difficult for me. Um and Texas Tech Hoops wins last night in the opener, 73-46. to uh, Pop Isaacs leads the way with 19. Warren Washington a uh, a bucket away from a double-double at 8-12. and 12. Two rebounds shy of his career rebound total high. He is a rebounding machine. Definitely looks uh, impressive on that front. Had, had seven in the first uh, exhibition against A&M when he had very limited minutes. And... 12 last night. He, he gobbles up those rebounds. Um, Pretty good at the alley-oop play as well. Mm-hmm. And 24 straight season openers now for Texas Tech to win. Can you tell me the last one that wasn't? Indiana. Good job. Now who's on the other sideline? Bob Knight. Yeah, kind of kind of neat. It comes full circle on that. But Bob Knight, the last person to beat Texas Tech in a season opener. They wore the uh, the BK patches on the jersey last night. I love the tribute with the sweaters, though I think that's a one-game thing <laughs> because McCasla talked about how hot it was in the sweaters. I said, I don't know how they do that. Um, yeah, I talked to some guys on the staff. Like, Man, I'm sweating, but it's for, it's co- it's for Coach Knight, so I'm just going to keep sweating. Just come on. It's called a sweater for a reason. Mm-hmm. You'll be sweating, but... Yeah, that was a cool tribute. I did like that the the staff did that last night with the the uh, Bob Knight type sweater there with the the polo underneath looked good. But uh, Red Raiders come away with a victory. It was uh, very lopsided in the first half. Pretty darn sloppy in the second half. Do you? What did you make of of that? The fast start versus the discombobulation in the second half. Well, at least on the offensive end. Um when they came out for half uh, out of halftime and they were in their layup lines, mm-hmm. uh coach McCaslin came out last and his eyes immediately like went fierce. And he was just watching his team's body language and how they were kind of just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. So he started walking through the lines clapping, you know, just trying to get his guys back to the level of intensity that they need to be headed for the second half. So I don't think that intensity was there. I mean, we saw the same thing-ish with the Lady Raiders, how they just crushed their opponent in the first half in UTRGV. 
and they played it almost even in the second half, but they were up by what, like 40 at half. Mm-hmm. Um, our guys was at 41 17. Uh, yes. Um, that's, and you can also tell just how physically superior you are. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, they were one for 22 from three point range. I think they ended up five for 35. Um, so, you know, in, in your mind, you're like, I know coach is telling me it's zero zero, but in my mind, it's not. <laughs> and it's hard to get that edge back. Yeah. And they didn't play with an edge for a while. I think they got some of it back in the second half, but you'd have to like how they started, how they were dialed in. This is something that is, is encouraging for me because you didn't get hardly anything out of Cambridge offensively. Yeah. He had a rough offensive night. You're just kind of not there. Um, Lamar made quite a few mistakes. Mm-hmm. I thought Pop didn't play that well. Pop and had nineteen. He, he turned it over too much. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely things you can pick apart in this game. No and, question. That's and, a team. If you feel like they, if they played the entire way through, they like they did in the first half, especially during that early stretch, you feel like you could have beat that team by fifty. But they didn't, and you saw some sloppiness. You saw turnovers, Cambridge. Yeah, there's a lot. And, and McCaslin said this in his post game speech. Hey. We got to win, but we got a lot to work on. This is this is a good area for us to be in because there's still plenty of room where you can't settle in right now. There was one play where Pop went up, and I'm I'm just going to take this as this is my opinion and what I saw. It might not be exactly correct, but this is what I saw. He went up, got it stuffed, turned around, and blamed one of his players mm. for the action that had finished. And McCaslin immediately grabbed him over there and said, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. You're the leader of this team. It's always your fault. You have to take responsibility if you're going to be the number numero uno guy in this league. Yeah, It's always your fault. You take responsibility. Yeah. Now, that was some things that, that Clark, see, I'm over there talking. Clark was listening. Yeah. Clark relayed that on the air. I like that. Saying, "Hey, you can't blame anybody else." Yeah, you're you're the guy. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty fast. I do like it. Um, so it'll be, yeah. I mean this this is a team that you saw a bunch of flashes last night. And we're talking about a twenty seven point win. You took care of business. I like the way McMillan looked. He didn't do a ton, and I don't think he was asked to do a ton. No, but I think he can be a big time contributor. Good size, great springs. Doesn't turn the ball over. That's a guy that I was impressed with in McMillan. Overall, I, I was impressed with the team as a unit, but it seems like there's a lot of potential there. There's still some playing togetherness that's got to come. You've got a no lot doubt. to grow. Um, but I think this last night, and you can't take too much away from a, a game against Texas A&M Commerce, but it kind of confirmed, hey, you, you've got some pieces on this team. You've got some... Some nice pieces on this team that can can do some stuff this year. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Rolling on to our number three. It's the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank alongside Jeff Haxton. I'm Choice Woodman. Lucas White back behind the glass handling us. You can keep hitting us up. Whatever you got, thoughts, comments, questions, all welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll talk more football, more basketball, reaction to last night in a opening night win. 
for Texas Tech as they take down Texas A&M Commerce. Uh, ask the bench warmers towards the end of the program. If you got any questions, you can bring those in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Here's another uh, joke. Mark and Olive Branch says, how many Aggie jokes are there? Just one. The rest are all true stories. I like it. Keep them coming. You got Aggie jokes, you can do that to support Lucas. You got Jayhawk jokes, uh, we'll take them. It is Jayhawk hate week. I hope y'all have been pouring it in on the chat line on the morning drive and uh, the bottom line towards Chuck and Clint. They need it. They need some extra hatred this week as uh, as Jay, our resident Jayhawks mm. here in the building. Oh, those beakers. Beakers. You got. You can't have everything. You got to be. Right. You, you just yep. keep to your basketballs. That's kind of how I feel. I, I definitely feel that way. I was asked by a uh, friend. I saw a friend at the basketball game last night. He said, here's, here's another Polish type question, but if you could win only the Texas game or make a bowl game, if those are your two options, what are you, what are you choosing? Win Texas on the way out. Because I, you were so strong in that Bedlam game, like so, your feelings towards this one, I know you've always been, um, <laughs> as hate a u o u as possible, but this one felt different. No, my just gosh. talking to you. If if o s u was set up in that situation where you were to get to a six win mark or beat o u, <sighs> would it have still been bedlam? Yeah. No doubt. So no my doubt. question for Tech fans that hate Texas so badly, if you could pick one or the other to win two games, not Texas, so win against Kansas and UCF and, and make me, a bowl me, game at 6-6. Six let six. me say, the, no, a normal basis, no. You take the bowl game? Yeah, you want to have the better season. But um, I've also had seasons where I would take, yeah, I'm ashamed to admit this, but 1-11, I don't care. Just beat them. Here's one one little thing that's been swirling around in my mind about this whole deal. When I lived in Glenpool, mm-hmm. you had to go to get to Tulsa. You had to go to Jinx. And then you go into South Tulsa, where where you was. So I'd make this trip every day. Okay, Get out of Glenpool, make a left, start going north. And you get to a couple neighborhoods. And on the right, there's a large flagpole. Yeah. Whoever won the Bedlam football game, that flag flew for, for 365 days yeah. or however long to the, the next bedlam. So imagine me. I had like a six-year, seven-year streak of driving <laughs> by that flag every day oh, that's with funny. the paper clip flying. That is funny. Now when Tyreek Hill took the ball back and they beat him in 2013, I got to look at it for a year. Good feelings. Orange flag. So I'm like, is that orange flag going to fly forever now? Or at least until Ooh, the next bedlam. That's so, a good question. So I'm telling you, when I looked at that thing for six years straight, at least once, twice a day, at least twice a day. Yeah. Because that's the way you come home and go to work. I've wondered about that. Is that is that orange flag going to fly for the rest of the time? Now that and that's how big this deal was. I was just so yeah yeah. I was I so it. strung out on it because again the history and a chance to get them one last time and. It happened. So I, I am curious with folks out there, um, what would it be for you? If you had a chance to beat Texas on the way out but not make a bowl game, finish 5-7, and seven, or finish 6-6 six and six with a loss to Texas, which side would you pick? 
personally, I I'm almost past Texas being in the conference. It's just kind of like they're they're nothing to me at this I, point. So personally, I think I'm taking the bowl game. I think, but I'm not. The rational it. thought is you take the bowl game because you're you're still uh, year two. You're still young with this coach. You want to get you want to get as much practice time in yeah. as you can. You want to get early enrollees on campus. You want to do all that work that you can do with a bowl game and then go play the bowl game. Yep. Try to get your extra win there. That's probably the logical thinking. That is the logical but thinking. But you can throw logical thinking in the in the ditch yeah. for a lot of things sure you can. when it comes Sports. to these type deals. Sports rivalries, you throw it out. Um, D-Rock says, if beating Texas means keeping them out of the playoff, then hit, then hit that. Otherwise, it's bowl game. So if it keeps them out of a playoff, if it keeps them out of the big so you 12, want to inflict as much damage as you yeah, can out, that, the, out the door. Because the, there's a good chance they'll still be undefeated. Or, sorry, they'll have one loss and be on the cusp of a playoff. Right now, what, they're, they're seventh, I think, in, yeah. the, in the playoff rankings. So other teams are going to lose in front of them. If Texas wins out, they're likely in the playoff. That's just how it sets up. If they win out, they've got a really good shot of getting in the playoff. So you could play spoiler, and I I can pick up what you're putting down, D Rock. Um, I'm half Polish choice. What do you mean? Here's another Polish type of question. <laughs> Sounds like you you people thing. <laughs> uh, this one beating Texas. <laughs> that was good. That was funny. Look at the dad joke there. Beating Texas for sure. Uh, choice. I'm biased, but it's always beat to you. That was from Justin, who's our resident tech and Aggie fan. Uh, if Tech has a chance to beat Texas and keep them from a championship, that I would gladly lose to Kansas and UCF. I this is heavier on that side than I would have thought, as far as our reaction goes. So, well, we kind of came at it from just the Tech angle, but doing damage to Texas, you throw that on top yeah, of the heat. That's where it gets more attractive. Keep them out. I I would, uh, yeah, yeah. My buddy Kyle is the one who brought that up last night. It's good. Good question. We also have our poll question that you can go vote on at 107 The Score on Twitter. Where's your confidence that Tech will make a bowl game? Right now, as we sit with three games to play, you got to win two. Where's the confidence? Uh, 36% or actually 40% say 25 to 50%. So somewhere in that below 50% range. 40% there. 36% go less than 25%. And that's where you're at right now, right? Yes. 17% Seventeen percent, a lot of percentages here that get confusing. Seventeen yeah. percent uh, have voted that uh, their confidence lies between fifty-one and seventy-five percent, and then only seven percent say that seventy-six to one hundred percent out of one hundred fourteen votes. So most people less than fifty percent confident that Tech will make a bowl game, which is completely understandable. If you win this weekend, I expect that to be a complete flip on the poll. Uh, where you would see, what is it, seventy six percent of the people out there saying you are very likely to uh, to make a bowl game. So, y'all are welcome to vote on that. Uh, chime in any way you want. Lubbock Realtor says a one loss Texas team getting into the playoff after everything that was said about TCU last year infuriates the heck out of me. You should know that Lubbock Realtor. You have to be undefeated in the current version of the playoff. 14 playoff. You have to be undefeated if you're not a blue blood. That's how it works. Even if you're in a power five league. And I say undefeated. Undefeated regular season for TCU. That's what it took. 
They would not have got in if they didn't have an undefeated regular season. That's how things work. Texas, one loss. Hey, look at that logo. That's why the 12-team playoff is a really good thing for college football because it doesn't make it all about the brand, all about the logo. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be with you on a Thursday. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton, Lucas White here with the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Keep the uh, thoughts and comments coming in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You know, this is actually a movie you haven't seen and I have seen. I know that's a rare thing. A sports movie at that. Hardball, you've still never seen it, no. right? I, I do suggest you watch it. But <clears throat> here's your giant spoiler alert. You've probably heard of G-Baby and seen the memes with G-Baby from Hardball. Maybe, baby. So maybe G-Baby doesn't actually uh, <clears throat> pass in that movie. Because I'm pretty sure someone put G-Baby and Adolis Garcia next to each other. I'm pretty sure G-Baby just grew up and that's Adolis Garcia. Look how similar yeah. they look. There are some very similar features. Twins. That's crazy. When G-Baby. Perry sees Adolis Garcia, he's like, he's so jacked! He's so jacked! He is thick. He is jacked. Oh my gosh. <coughs> that dude is a monster. And a world champion monster. Still feels good. That's not old. Feels so good to say. Uh, Jacob Harris on Twitter has pointed this out, so I'll read through some of these real quick. Uh, how former Red Raiders have fared so far I this week. I found that fascinating. I'm um, glad you brought that up. Just because, uh, yeah, I, I think people it's are serious. such a long list. These are all guys that once played basketball for Texas Tech. It is unbelievable. Uh... So Daniel Bacho and Jalen Tyson are both waiting on their waiver. Bacho at Louisiana Tech, Jalen Tyson at Cal. Neither of those guys have played so far. Others, Fardaz Amak at, at Cal, 16-11, two. Two blocks. Elijah Fisher at DePaul, seven points, four rebounds, two steals, in a loss to Fort Wayne. He, I forgot about that, that, they, I did that he was on that team. I totally did. K.J. Allen at Portland State. Forgot about this one. Eight points, three rebounds, and a win over Air Force. TJ Shannon at Illinois, 16 points, five rebounds, two steals, and a win over Eastern Illinois. Kevin McCullough at Kansas, 22 points, six rebounds, five assists as they beat NC Central. Malik Wilson at Houston. Forgot he set out a year yep. there. Two points, four rebounds, four assists. Not only two did he blocks, set out a year, steals. he set out a year, said he was going to leave, decided to stay. But two points. Still doesn't sound like he's going to be a big impact guy at, at Houston. We'll yeah, see. We'll, we'll see. Uh, Chibuzo Agbo is a big impact guy at Boise State. It was a great transfer for him. 19.7 rebounds and a win over Vanguard. It's a real thing. Sounds like a weather protection thing for your car, but it's a university. Namari Burnett at Michigan. 13 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. Third school, right? Bama. Yes. Because he went Bama, tore his ACL. And now back up. And then Micah Peavy, maybe his career night on this. TCU. That's got to be his career high. 21 points, four rebounds, four assists over, went over Southern. But there you go. Right now, in college basketball, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven former Red Raiders that are playing for other teams. I, can't, I read that list and I was like, oh my 
gosh, that's amazing. Again, shout out to Jacob Harris for that. Compiling He's all really that. good at that stuff. That, that uh, is, Ryan Mainville has this. Um, Texas Tech had an adjusted defensive efficiency of 64 last night against Texas A&M Commerce. Tech posted a sub-65 adjusted defensive efficiency in only two games in the last two regular seasons. Mm-hmm. Two years ago against Tennessee, 61.5, and, and last year against Louisville, 61.3. Yeah. Wow. So, good grades. Uh, someone did ask, uh, what about Vlad Golden? Uh, actually, he played – so Harris put that out before last night, which Golden and FAU debuted last night against Loyola Chicago – and Golden had nineteen ten, and four four steals. I remember. I mean, do you remember the? Is he the highest recruited guy? There was something that that was always surprising. Like if you look at the stars behind a guy, like he was one of the highest recruited guys that Tech has ever gotten. Golden. Yes. Yes. Tech had Tech had three. I think has had three basketball five stars. They were nuts about Vlad. Burnett. Crazy about okay, it. Uh, no, Kayvon was a four-star. Um, Burnett, uh, Jemias Ramsey. And Moore. you said they played Loyola Chicago? What's up? Wasn't Moore. Moore, I think, ended up being a four-star. But he was a high four-star. Uh, they played Loyola Chicago and won. Okay, well, that's not a bad team. No, they actually won fairly handily. Well, they're ranked 10th. 75-62. So... There we go. I wish Vlad was still here. There's a few that I wish were still here. I'll, going through that list, like would like to have him, would like to have him. We'll go through there, it. There are plenty. Okay. Um, there are plenty that I'm like, nope. Like Terrence Shannon, I still don't have ill will towards him. I know some people do. Wouldn't mind having Terrence Shannon right no. now. Um, I'm just going to bounce off Okay. You. Dawes, absolutely no. not. Elijah Fisher would have liked to no. have seen him get older, but fine. Change of coach. Uh, K.J. Allen, No, I don't think he would have done much more here. That's a good transfer there. As I mentioned, Shannon, I'd take McCuller, no. see no. ya. Malik Wilson, no. wanted more of him when, at Just the time. Can't, but can't score. Agbo, no. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I don't know. Okay, right now, yes, if he would have waited it out. In the moment, was a good transfer. So, yes, would, as of right now, yes, I would, would take him. Burnett, no. No. PV. No. No. Bacho? No. Uh yes for me. Tyson, see ya. <laughs> no. So three for me, one for you. Uh and Vlad. Oh one, Vlad, one yes. Vlad. So <clears throat> sorry. So so there's actually twelve guys playing um for other teams. That's crazy. The world of free agency in college basketball. Uh hacks don't watch hardball unless you want to cry. It's from Big Huey. Okay. I'm telling you, pretty pretty good movie. It's it's rough, but it's good. Um, I teased this, so I don't want to be a tease without the happy ending, as someone called me yesterday. Jobs that aren't fun as fun as they look. Being a touring musician is boring. A lot of waiting around and the travel ground grind. I don't know. Taylor better, Swift probably likes her life pretty good. Better have a nice bus. Yeah. If, but if you're the really high end of the touring musician, probably as glamorous as it looks. Not the high end, not so much. Uh, working in the film industry, demanding jobs, stressful deadlines, usually working to execute someone else's vision. 
makes sense. This, by the way, is from... I don't even know where it's from. Uh, video game testing. Playing video games is fun, but testing the same elements over and over again in a week or not. Mindless and repetitive. Okay, I can see that. Bartending. Deal with too many drunken idiots. In fact, one person compares it to babysitting toddlers Oof. while people are yelling at you. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> who who bartended here? We've had multiple. Uh, Logston definitely was a bartender. At Jackson Flaxen Waxen? Flaxen was, was a bartender. Yeah. Right? That may be it for our, our grouping of, of bartenders. Beer brewing. A lot of physical work, very long hours. It's hot, wet, and almost like a janitorial job where it, <laughs> at the end you get beer. By the way, um, Sark just said that Ewers is going to start against TCU. Okay, so there goes. I wonder if the with his announcement, the I wonder if we see a big spike in the uh, in the line. It's already up there, pretty good. Ten points. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that seems that was an easy bet if Sark if. Yours is playing to me. Uh, Catalan and Crawford, both defenders, are also going to play against TCU. TCU is about to get raced. Boat raced. Uh, Park Ranger, someone says it's awesome. So what's the problem? One Ranger says you're basically paid in smiles and sunsets. (laughs) So that's why. Hey, Jamie, Jamie will take his smiles and sunsets. So he retires as Park Ranger. Working anything at Disneyland seems self-explanatory. Doggy daycare, also self-explanatory. Tattoo artist and body piercer. People generally have dumb, boring ideas and don't shower enough. Oof. Yeah. And uh, the last one on the list. Driving a Zamboni. If you you flip a fl- flip a few levers at the start, flip them again when you're done, drive in a circle for the rest of it. Stress goes through the roof when something breaks. <laughs> Oh, the ice or the machine, I'm sure. So there you go. Glamorous-looking jobs that aren't actually glamorous. See you under the bench. Bring your questions in. we got a basketball question we'll start with. Uh, plenty of room for yours on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Ask the bench warmers next on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for Ask the Bench Warmers. Bring the questions in right now. Gates Flooring Center chat line open to you at 107 the score on Twitter or dial us up on the Visual Edge IT hotline 806 771 We will uh, get to some of those questions. Quite a few questions I want to get to in a moment. Um, rolling in. Still plenty of room for yours, but uh, quickly some breaking news out of Tucson. Yeah. This is crazy. It's just now starting to pop. This yeah. is from Tucson.com. Uh, let me see if I can find this headline. Future Big 12 team. Uh, draconian cuts are coming, U of A President Robbins tells faculty. These cuts are coming due to budget problems. It seems the university miscalculated their cash on hand by $240 million. So so this is not a athletics-only thing. No, it's a university thing that will trickle into athletics. Into athletics, yeah. So $240 million. I I think this sounds like a school problem. 
Um, how, how does that happen? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, w- when you started to say two hundred forty, I'm like, okay, it's going to be two hundred forty thousand dollars, and that's no million. What? Two forty? That's a big number to miscalculate. Like, do they have Kevin back there working the books? Yeah, or like Kevin, seriously. not even a good accountant, right? Um, they told the faculty. Um, let's see, that's not it. Um, <laughs> how can it be that you were not in the know for such a long time? This is an engineering professor to the president. Your subordinate officers have an obligation to inform you, not on a monthly or quarterly basis. They have an obligation to inform you literally on a daily, if not hourly basis, if things like this transpire. Hmm. He, the president, was slotted to speak for 20 minutes. He ended up going almost an hour uh, the university initially projected having 156 days of cash on hand for the fiscal year. As it turned out, their model was off by $240 million. They got 97 days instead of 156 days. They say this will trickle in to their athletic programs, and canceling some athletic programs is on the board. That's unbelievable. Wow. Not a great look heading into the league. This is where the Big 12 is like, hey, uh, you're a little too irresponsible for us. Stanford, what are you doing over there? No. <laughs> you sure you want to go to the ACC? Just kidding. I, I still don't want to. So Stanford, currently, but. Arizona has 23 sports teams. Robbins is now saying the rest of the Big 12 has an average of 17. There you go. Everything is on the table in terms of dealing with athletics. It's an issue that's going to require a lot of tough decisions. Look out rowing. I mean, yeah, I stuff know. like that. Stuff like that. Well, it can't be rowing. There's no water in Arizona. Just kidding. It's a joke. Uh, yeah, crazy story. I'm sure we'll get more developments on that as the uh, hours go along today. But, whew, that's rough. Rough. Uh, this from the chat line. I'll only hold it against McCullough and Fardaz and a little for PV just because TCU. Vlad being serviceable college basketball is so surprising. He was more awkward than Bambi on ice. Yeah, that's changed. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. Bitch warmers, when it comes to size, which town is l- like Lubbock? Lawton, Tulsa, Stillwater? Wait, Lawton, Tulsa, or Stillwater, Oklahoma? Enid, Oklahoma. I was about to say, none of those. Uh, Tulsa's too big. Except Tulsa's, what, what are they, 500 now? Or are they bigger than that? Are they a million yet? Oh, uh, no, I think it's about 600,000, but the surrounding areas Tulsa Metro's gets you to a million. million. Okay. Yeah. Um, and there's three and a half that live in Oklahoma. But Enid is a town of about 45,000 people in northwestern Oklahoma. Very similar to Lubbock. Just um, uh, trade the wheat with the cotton. But Lubbock's five times its size. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. Matt, Matt, this is what we got 300,000 here. And I, 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 if you took Enid and grew it to the size of Lubbock, they'd be very similar. Yeah. So. Um, and Lawton's just a bad town. I wouldn't Lawton's, compare Lawton yeah, to Lubbock at all. Yeah, Lawton's the place you, you cringe when you hear it because you're like, ooh. It's a rough lo- town. Lock your doors. Mm-hmm. That's that's a uh, military it town. It always too, has right? been. It's, this is not anything new. No. It always has been. Military town, yeah. too, right? Yeah. That's Fort what it's always, always known for. Uh, this one from the chat line. I'm curious why, number one, he left the starters in so long. Number two, why didn't McCaslin play Drew Steffi at all? Is there a possibility he's looking for a red shirt from him? I think there's a definite possibility of that. Yeah. Um, you know, Damarian did not play against A&M, did get to play out there last night. 
I just think, you know, everything's a fact-finding mission for a long time here, and you got to figure some things out in a hurry. You only have now two games left before you got to face Villanova. Yeah. So you better know some things about your team, and that's why those guys played as long as they did. Sure, sure. Yeah, there's not much time before you're you're in it, truly in it. Uh, mistake plus Kalevin gets you home by seven. <laughs> Kevin Malone at University of Arizona. There you go. That's for me is the text of the day. That's a good pull. Good pull. Uh, there's that many trailer houses in Tulsa. Who would have guessed it? Um, well, there's a lot. Benchwarmers Tech wins on Saturday if fill in the blank. If you contain Jason Bean, I don't know. You can't let Devin Neal. If you if you contain their rushing attack. If you get two picks, two picks, two picks, it's a dub. If if Bean's having to throw it enough for you to get two picks, I feel pretty good too. Is that? I think that encompasses the the slowing down their rushing game. If they're feeling like they need to throw it. Need Rabbit to keep it up. That would be nice. He could have had five. <laughs> he legitimately, I mean, four w- would not have been crazy mm-hmm. last week because of the opportunities. Um, turn Bean into Hoover. He gets some overthrows going. I, I feel good about that, too. Got to hold on to the football, too. And Barron's been good with that this year. He has not been loose with the football. Fort Sill, queen of the battle, but yes, Lawton isn't a good town. Enid, similar to Lubbock, you're drunk, Hacks. Whoa! Easy! I've lived in both places for a combined 13 years. Yeah, I don't think he was talking about size of town. I think he was talking about type of town. Um, Where did we stay? Enid, right? Last time we were in Stillwater? They're not that far, right? No, Hour away. Where did we stay? What's the... Guthrie? No, it was the nice town. Edmond? Edmond. Mm-hmm. See, I knew it started with it. Yeah. Edmond. I was very impressed with that. Edmonds, very nice. Nice town. Good Um, golf town. You know, it's interesting. You go different places, and you're just like, wow, didn't expect this. Edmond, that was good. Um, The place I think we've been most surprised by on on these football trips recently, Fort Collins, Colorado. Really nice town. We stayed there going to Wyoming, but Fort Collins, really pretty place. Baylor is up 47-34. Uh, at halftime over John Brown University. We have a basketball game going right now. Must be a kid day. Men's? Yeah. Huh. Why not? If you're going to play John Brown, get the kids there. John Brown. That sounds like... I mean, there are some... In, in college basketball, and you would oh, go Or you as play deep John as, Brown a ton. Uh, you would go as deep as anybody on this, but there are some, like, Vanguard and John Brown... You could really like create some universities and do a pop quiz off of that. You could do a pop quiz to me on is this a real D one D one university? John not? Brown is in the uh, Salem Springs, Arkansas. What's the the uh, conference? Ooh, I that's no where idea. to get you right there. John Brown U conference. I think they're D two. Are they? Yeah, they always Baylor always plays a D two school. The men and why? I don't get that. Is this like a uh, helping Baptists out thing? Is John Brown a Baptist university? They're interdenominational. Interdenominational. Watch yourself. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Did not mean to throw it out there and uh, make anybody mad. So, um, yeah, when I saw 
Golden in the Final Four, Elite Eight. A buddy of mine watching said he was closer to D3 player when at Tech than the version playing right now. I didn't think Golden was that bad at Tech, but I just he he wasn't on the par with a lot of he the was. I mean the the what was it uh, Deer on Ice or something? Uh, the, yeah, worse than Bambi on Ice. Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. pretty accurate for young Vlad. But times have changed. This is a dude. That's now. what stinks. Is you can recruit someone that has a ton of. There's potential. no cake baking. There is none. cake baking is over. It's gone. Except Lamar Washington, he might, he might turn into a nice little cake. She got to freshman year. I'm gonna really fall in love with players that you can have for three years. Oh man, if you make it three years, it's like you're an old veteran. Absolutely. Hopefully, Washington, Pop Isaacs, those are a couple you can get to three years with. That's it for us. Appreciate all the thoughts, comments, questions. It's been a fun one. We'll be back with a Friday edition tomorrow of the end of the bench. For Jeff Haxton, Lucas White, I'm Choice Woodman. We've had it here on 100.7. The score, the bottom line's next. This has been the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.